Hi, it's Mia Quinn. We have two very special episodes we'll be releasing next on Sustainably Speaking. We talk a lot about sustainability and circularity on the podcast, but we've never talked about what that means for the fashion industry until now. On our fashion episodes, part one and two, you'll hear from two experts on existing challenges and solutions to recycling and remaking used clothing and fabrics. I'm so excited about these next two episodes that we put together, and I want to bring in our producer, Stacy, who you never hear from, but really is the magic behind all of this. And Stacy's background is actually in the fashion industry. Stacy, just real quick, tell us what you used to do. I was a merchandiser for a couple of American fashion brands. What I did there was primarily working with the designers and deciding what assortments go into each monthly delivery that ends up in the stores, um, choosing colors, pricing, all of that stuff. So I had a lot of time behind the scenes to see how fashion works, the glamour of it, and also the not so glamorous aspects of it. Also, did you have an amazing closet? I definitely still do. <laughs> and I admire every once in a while when I'm feeling creative and I just want some inspiration. Jealous. Super jealous. Well, we just talked to two amazing guests about sustainability in the fashion industry. And Dr. Julie Willoughby was the first guest we talked to. And I mean, I loved her. You loved her. What did you love about her? What did you love about what she said? Well, first off, <laughs> behind the scenes... When uh, Dr. Julie came on camera uh, before the recording, she had two uh, taxidermied, beautiful swans flanking her. And it was so unexpected, but I knew at that moment that we truly had a creative mind that we were going to know speaking with. And I think in fashion and especially sustainability, you need people that have a sort of thinking outside of the box perspective on how to disrupt in the best way the way the fashion industry is currently set up. So I knew we were going to have a really, really good conversation with her. And I was really happy to be a part of it and, and listen to you guys talk. And so then we talked to Brooke Islam Roberts, who's incredible and sort of a journalist, but she's also been a big part of the fashion industry and has worked her way sort of through different stages and phases of that. And she really painted a picture of sustainability that wasn't so black and white. Brooke's experience in the fashion industry really runs the gamut from working for really high fashion in a design capacity. She's creating, she's thinking about the fabrications of all the garments, you know, the quality and the technique and all of that. She has that background to inform her decisions and what she does as far as like building sustainability into a fashion line in a way that more often designers are happy to do. It was wonderful to hear her perspective, even though, yes, it was clear from listening to Brooke that the way the industry is currently set up, much like other sectors, it's not set up in a very circular way. It's very linear fashion, make, buy, dispose. Wear. Where? Yeah, where? Yeah, exactly. I know you were excited about where she started and what she was doing there. 
yeah, she had mentioned tenure at Louis Vuitton Moet Hennessy, which is better known as LVMH. They are responsible for a lot of major fashion brands under that umbrella. She was also the knitwear designer at Lueve. She worked there, it sounds like, for a while when they were coming up in fashion. Yeah, so exciting time to work there, too. We're pretty passionate about these two episodes. We're really excited to share them with you all. And I think we also heard the industry, the fashion industry, is not set up to be circular. But we heard a lot of solutions and a lot of hope, which made me feel better. Okay, so let's talk for a minute about solutions to recycle more clothing, like mixed material clothing and fabrics made from poly blends. Let's talk about Dr. Julie and Cirque. I hadn't heard of Cirque before producing this episode, which was so cool. This technology that they have, I didn't even know that there was technology available to recycle mixed fabrication. And it sounds like it's not only like exists, but it's commercially to scale in Europe. Yeah, Brooke said that. The technology that Cirque, which is based in the U.S., is using, that's Dr. Julie's company that she works with, that technology is being used here. And she mentioned Patagonia was one of their founding funders. She mentioned as well Inditex. Inditex owns Zara. Which is great because we both have kids. Yeah. They are ages where they're wearing clothes out. We donate or we pass on as much as we can, but some clothes they wear out. And then you're like, I'm going to throw this in the trash. But what do you do with it? And it sounds like what they're creating will be able to take care of those kind of clothes because we're not the only two people with kids in this country. Right. And because kids' clothes, as you know, almost always are made out of mixed fabrications. Leggings and stretch and athleisure for kids is big now. You don't really see a whole lot of one material or one fabrication in kids' clothing. Yes, it's it's very, very encouraging to know that there is technology available that can take the fabrics that our clothes are made out of these days and recycle it, do something with it so it can potentially go back into new stuff. Yeah, have a new life. Yeah. Okay, good. Is there anything else you want to say? I wanted to touch a common denominator between what Dr. Julie shared and, and Brooke was that we need infrastructure built out for that type of material to be collected. And that doesn't exist. Not yet. Not here in the U.S. in a big way. And not even in Europe in a big way, it sounds like, from what Brooke said. So those are those are things that they're working on and, and extremely important facets of the process. Yeah. So my best friend works for a well-known women's wear company out of New York. He's like a senior designer there. He was saying something that I thought was really important as far as the sustainability conversation goes. And he was like, look, we are a society that wants new stuff all the time. Yeah. And we don't want to pay a lot for it. That impacts how designers are designing clothes. So internally, when we're thinking about all that and designing things, first and foremost, we're designing based on price and how much it's going to cost to make. If that doesn't align with what's sustainable, then that's just not our priority. What Brooke said about 
making choices when we are shopping for our own clothing is so impactful because until we buy less and keep things longer and we're not buying things, wearing it once and then throwing it away, it's not really going to change in the mass market mentality. Yeah, that's got to be a big shift. We all have some responsibility there too. We'll be releasing part one of our two-part special on moving toward a more circular, sustainable fashion industry in a couple weeks. I can't wait for you to hear the conversation and the fascinating work from Dr. Julie Willoughby at Cirque and Brooke Roberts Islam at Textiler. Whether you're passionate about sustainability, fashion, or both, they'll truly inspire you. Are there other episodes that you want to hear about? Are there other topics that you want us to talk about? Let us know. 